behind the crown gown and makeup, incredible women are working to change the world through service, style, success, and scholarship. Join me, Madeline Fisher, as I sit down with title holders within the Miss America organization to share just how outstanding these young women really are. It's the Four Points Podcast. Hello and welcome to the third episode of the Four Points Podcast, a podcast dedicated to the title holders in the Miss America organization and their accomplishments. Today, I am joined by the first ever Miss Hoosier Hills, Miss Chloe Clyde. Hey, hey Chloe. Hey. Chloe, I, I love you. I'm I love you so, too. I'm so happy that you finally got crowned. Thanks. God, I've been like waiting. <laughs> and because I, I, I was like, I need an excuse to sit and talk to Chloe about just Stop. anything. You don't need an excuse to talk to me. <laughs> Girl, give me a ring. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Well, obviously, Chloe, you have a very, it's like, it's almost like a coming of age story. Like a Cinderella story. It it really is a Cinderella story. You're a princess now. Um, But before we get into that, just tell the listeners a little bit about yourself. Well, I am a Purdue graduate, and I'm very proud of that, and <laughs> I will talk about Purdue stuff all day. I currently live in Indianapolis, so I wasn't very far from Miss Maddie over here, Oh yes. and I have been competing since 2018, so right when the 2.0 decided to kick in, and I first started competing by doing the Miss Purdue University pageant, so that was my first one, and I didn't really do too many um that first year afterwards just because I had a lot of fun doing Miss Purdue and then I did it again my senior year and then the ball was rolling so (laughs) so I love Purdue and it also helped me get involved in the pageants of course you mentioned the 2.0 thing kind of rolling out was that your biggest motivation to get involved or were there people who were like Chloe why haven't you done this yet you're so amazing beautiful gorgeous it was a little bit of both because I actually did one teen pageant oh when I was a junior in high school I did not know oh yeah Yes, a lot of people do not know. So the first local of the Miss Indiana season takes place at my high school. Like Miss Limberlost. Limberlost? That was your? That was at my high school. Okay. And that is kind of, uh, that is like one of the many factors in the how Chloe got involved in MAO Sandwich (laughs) is that I've had so many friends and family members do Limberlost Teen, Miss Limberlost, go on to be Miss Indiana Teen, Miss Indiana. So just, and it all kickstarts there. And then my... High school theater director, um, his daughter is Aaron Strager. So, <laughs> oh my so, god! So uh, it's like so like I'm in quote Crown Town, but I got the late start yeah. of the Crown yeah, Town. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I did one. I did it once because once. my friends talked me into it. Okay. And it was all right. It was all right. And I was like, it's all right. I I see. I see the like in it. It just wasn't for me, and I was super busy. Yeah. And then um, I thought about getting involved as I got older because I knew that there was one on Purdue's campus. I knew that I could go home and do Limberlost in the summer. Cute. And then they got rid of Swimsuit, and one of my friends was Miss Purdue at the time. And so she was like, I, I want you to do it. And there's no Swimsuit because everybody knew that I was had low <laughs> self-esteem. And I was like, oh, I'll think about it. And then I finally did it and caught the pageant yeah. bug. Yes, yes, yes. And it's so exciting because, like you said, you started in 2018, and four years later, you're finally sitting here. You did it. Way to go, Miss Chloe. But kind of tell everybody who doesn't know um, how many um, local competitions you competed at and how you kept going despite never really walking away with the crown. Yeah, I did. Fifth, I think 
I tried to do the math the other day, actually, when I won. <laughs> They're like, how many did you do? So I'm just going to say I did 15. Okay. So I've done 15. Um, the most I did was this season. My first season, I did like three or four after like Miss Purdue. Purdue? Okay. Yes. Because Miss Purdue was always like right before Christmas. So kind of oh, like cute. beginning of the season. Okay. And then the next year, I did a handful more. And then this year is the most I've ever done because I have, and we had that break with COVID. And so I really was like itching to do some. I was like, I'm ready to do it. I think I can do it. Mm -hmm. And so I started early. I got to do a couple early on. Like I did Northeast. Mm -hmm. I did Liberal Loss this year. I did Northeast. Yeah. Um, So yeah, I did 15. It was exhausting <laughs> um i did a couple double pageant weekends which oh aren't those fun oh my lanta those are <laughs> something but i think what kept me motivated was i had a lot of friends who i mean i feel like i'm friends with every title holder you right now are, you're you are probably the most like friendly of all the title holders because you're just so incredibly genuine oh, and you're unapologetically yourself all that. the time stop that. it's right not back at you. no stop it's not an <laughs> act like you are just the way that you're talking to me right now is literally how you are when this is not recording when the cameras aren't pointed at you you're just like cries stop. <laughs> cries in the studio you're just so nice <laughs> and every there are some people like even if it's not pageants you have that like i i wasn't able to do it but i kept trying factor that so many people can relate to mm-hmm. depending on what the category is and that's why i think you're just such a such a personable Thanks. little gal Thanks. that's why you're always in this congeniality everybody uh, yeah, loves and I, you see, yeah and then see i so i had a lot of friends that wanted me to do it and then even if i didn't walk away like placing or title whatever i would like get that and that was just really encouraging and mm-hmm. and um and i feel like i still have a lot of friends who don't have titles right now but they're still yeah. competing yeah and so it was it, it's not like i hated anybody going into pageant weekend it was like my friends were like just compete like we're gonna have a good weekend regardless yeah exactly so I think that's what kept me going was because I'm like I know that it's a lot of work pageant week but then when I get there I have so much fun and I can just kind of like relax and it's my zen and I just and I you know I try not to stress Uh I mean you try I mean you get stressed because it's a competition but I've never I never felt like I oh my god I want like she's my friend but I want to beat her like I never oh. I never thought that you know like so if some girls got like petty or whatever so yeah. I always just had a really good time and mm-hmm. so I kept going and I like I said I just really wanted to get back out and do it after COVID was such yeah. a long break I still have two more years eligible oh and I did not know that that's so exciting yeah I think I I think I technically have still two more years because they changed the age with COVID yeah whatever. it's like when you t- you have to be twenty like you can't be older than twenty five when you compete because you can't be like older than twenty six as Miss yes. America or something yes so I think. I have two more years and I want to go back to school so it also was like I want to go back to school so like might as well get some money for it yeah, but also yeah, yeah. like I'm having a good time Woohoo. yeah I know and certainly like the pageants that had like more people were more fun because the interviews started early so we would just sit in the dressing room oh my gosh the low-key kind of the best <laughs> like once you once I ran talent once or twice I was like good enough if I keep doing it I'm gonna get I'm in my gonna head get nervous yeah exactly and if I had an interview I always I'm always like the first four mm-hmm. or like the last, last three. Th- yeah. Oh, it, it's inevitable. Always is. Like, I swear, I'm always, I've done spirit like two or three times uh-huh. and I've either been one, two or three. That spirit was the first pageant where I wasn't one, two or three. I was 13 on the 13th. It was the Super Bowl. I was like, she this said, is my day. She said, well, and it was. And it put period. <laughs> yep. Yeah. And then the, like my last three of this past season, I was like last or second to last yeah but then also like you could tell by the end of the season that's when you were running up every single time and I was like no take Chloe run, please. <laughs> yeah I, yeah and I and I didn't realize I like overheard about this virtual one when mm-hmm. I won 
and um, they were only doing one title initially, and then there were so many girls that signed like, up, and then they did three, which I'm really glad they brought back Hoosier Valley because I was like, yeah. oh, that would have been nice to crown at sweeps, whatever. Um, but yeah, when I found out there was a, a jillion girls, and then there were three, <laughs> I was like, oh. Uh. This, this might be my moment and then i wasn't able to be in the zoom when they announced it the videos of everybody screen recording when they announced you it was like so many people have just been following your story know, for so, so long and oh it's God, it's guys. such a it's such a full circle moment for everybody because crazy you literally have touched every single person that you've competed oh. against even me it's like every time Don't i walk in i'm cry. like is chloe here is chloe here is <laughs> yeah people are like are here? you gonna do it because there was a couple that like were really far or um you know those double pageants where it's like one's closed one one's open. open yeah and and i'm an adult unfortunately and so i'm like <laughs> i there's only so many i can do and so when i wasn't doing them they're like oh, i'm sad you're not gonna be there and i'm like girl you gotta do your own eyelashes i'm sorry it's okay no but um yeah we have so much to talk about so let's take a quick break let's regroup and then we're gonna start talking about the four points of the crown all right, welcome back to the Four Points Podcast. Today, I am joined by Miss Hoosier Hills, Chloe Kaline. And honestly, having Chloe in here is so much fun because I think that we have, like, the same sense of humor. We are the same. And it just Copy makes... Copy-paste. <laughs> <laughs> it just makes it so fun. <laughs> anyway, let's get into the Four Points of the Crown. And obviously, for those of you who aren't aware, it is service, style, success, and scholarship. So we're going to start with my favorite to talk about because it makes it shows off everyone's charisma, uniqueness, nerve, and talent, as Mama Rue says. Um, so we're going to start with style. So we've talked about this with other people, but there are misconceptions with what a title holder looks like mm-hmm. and kind of stigma around like the pageant look. And kind of, can you break that down for me and kind of talk about your experiences with it because you have that thing that makes you stand out and kind of talk about that so I feel like I kind of preached that um, when I started my journey just because they got rid of swimsuit Mm -hmm. and I felt like this is time for unconventional title holders to shine which I kind of want to get I've been like using that for a while but then I've seen so many girls in other states within the system who just have looks all over the place different size shapes backgrounds religions whatever so I think that it's just kind of like normal now it's mm-hmm. just kind of just anyone can really compete so yeah. for a while I was kind of preaching like how I'm unconventional and I didn't want to do pageants before swimsuit because of yeah. kind of like the stereotypes behind that and mm-hmm. a lot of people were really receptive to that because there were a lot of judges who were progressive and they also were like yeah let's get rid of the swimsuit mm-hmm. so that was nice um, but <laughs> I, so I'm like thank you um, and then as Miss America 2.0 kind of blossomed more yeah. and, and, and got bigger and people kind of learned of what their new mission was. I just kind of said like, hey, I know that I look different mm-hmm. and I have an unconventional past and stuff, but I really like this organization and this is what I'm going to do in it. And I don't think that makes me different. It makes me like kind of fit into mm-hmm. the mold and I want to be here and take up the space and here I am. So I've just kind of like learned to be a better Chloe and be more comfortable with myself and just be like, hey, I'm going to compete. And if you don't like me, then don't pick me as your winner. Whatever. I'll go do the next one next <laughs> I'll weekend. I'll go do the next one next I'll weekend. I'll go next weekend. <laughs> I'll go next door. They got two going on this weekend. Yep, period. No, be. So I said you have like the unconventional style. And, you know, a lot of your dresses that you wore, some of them you made yourself or you did adjustments on, which yeah, was I, like. I botch. 
<laughs> no, 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 no. I thought they were adorable. Thanks. But which one was your favorite that you wore throughout any year that you competed? Because I, I post them online so people can see Ooh. as we talk about them. Yeah. Um, but do you have a favorite gown that you've ever worn? Oh, I have. I guess I have two tied. So I got this super simple emerald green velvet dress that I've worn a couple times. I got it right before Miss Purdue my senior year literally for Macy's and I just like the simplicity of it and it's my favorite color so I think I just really liked how it was my favorite color mm -hmm. and then the one that I literally picked up this dress super last minute I am going to alter it and try to wear it like an off night or something at Miss Indiana just because it's so nice and I've worn it once mm -hmm. um I got this dress from this little shop in Greenwood and it's like two sizes too big and so I just kind of safety pinned the side and was like <laughs> how would they know and wore it for wore it for sweeps, and a lot of people came up to me and they were like, "I really like this." It was this. really pretty. I liked it, and I was like, "I, you know what? The top is different, but I like it too." And I really liked the color, mm -hmm. and I'm like, "It's a little big, but how would they know? How would they know?" And nobody knew. Uh -uh. And I placed, and I was like, "It worked." So, but yeah, but I, I just, I really liked the color on that one, and I liked that it was a little different, but. She needs, she needs some TLC. Oh. <laughs> you talk about getting your dresses and kind of altering them yourself. And that is a great way to talk about how sometimes people think that to do pageants, it has to be expensive. Mm -hmm. You have to spend a ton of money on a dress. Um, but obviously, you're like, I got one from Macy's. I Period. found this one in a small shop and altered it. So what has your experience been like picking pageant wardrobe, keeping that in mind? We ball on a budget. <laughs> and I have my entire life. And I will continue to do so for my entire life. Um Hopefully, you will. I mean, I'll hopefully make more money one day. But, you know, we ball on a budget. All right. I'm a college graduate and I got loans. So I have obviously shopping online mm -hmm. is huge. I feel like everyone does it to find a bargain. And I have found a few little small shops around indie and I'll, use, you know, if they have a deal or something, I'll follow them on Facebook and I'll go if they have a deal. Mm -hmm. um, I love Facebook marketplace <laughs> i know i sound like i feel like a 40 year old woman when i say that but oh girl i have found some girls in other states that either do meo or a different system mm -hmm. and we're like relatively the same size and shape and we've like bought and sold stuff off of each other like i and, and it's great because they're like you know i haven't worn this in years you can have it for like 20 bucks That's you know whatever crazy. so i have and like shoes and stuff so oh, i yeah. just i will spend my free time on Facebook Marketplace. Oh, cute. Um, and I'm all about the reuse and recycle. So yeah. if it ain't broke, don't fix it. If Just it, if it ain't broke, don't go. You fix can it. find some nice stuff out of bargain, thrifting, yes. and just clean it, steam it. Word on stage, baby. You got it. Also, part of your style is obviously that kind of falls into your talent. And you sing and you play the guitar with it. And I love it so much. My favorite song that you sang this season was Break Free because that is your story. Like, you just keep going. You spread your wings. Period. You've learned how to fly. Period. And now you have a crown on your head while doing so. <laughs> um, so kind of tell me how you picked to sing and play the guitar as well as, like, as opposed to playing with a track or something mm -hmm. like that. I mean, I grew up in choir and show choir and theater and all that stuff. So I've always sang. And I'm like, yeah, I'm decent. I'll do it on stage. I'm, <laughs> I'm not a dancer. Um, I can do a little 
kickball change and that's all I got a little box step so I'm like yeah I'll sing so I feel like I was really struggling and stressing over finding a song and finding a track and cutting it for 90 seconds and I never found anything that I really liked it is really hard it's very hard hard. it's very hard especially when you are like actively competing Mm -hmm. and I'm like okay well in four weeks I gotta do another am I gonna keep it or am I gonna change it because you know you get feedback from your friends and people in the audience and so I was just super struggling I played guitar as a, as a child. Yes. And then I stopped because I was like, I don't want to go to lessons after school, mom. <laughs> and I've had this guitar for my grandmother for like my whole life. Mm-hmm. And I was going to learn to play it in college. Never did. COVID hit. Never learned. And even though that was peak time. And then I had an ex-boyfriend that said he would teach me. He never taught me. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to spite you and learn how to play myself. So I like picked it back up. And I was like, I'm sure it'll kind of come easy to me. And I'm like, you know what? It's good enough. Like a lot mm-hmm. of my friends and, and other people in the organization were like, it's really not bad. Like, you you know, it doesn't have to be like crazy Perfect. good. You have, you have 90 seconds. Like, I don't need to sit there and like do Just a concert, the, you know? Just get the chord that goes behind you. Period. And let, find the note in there. And Period. Fine. All you need is a G, an A, a C, a D, a F. All that is it. That's, That's all, all I play. That's literally all I play. So it I, and it works. And it works. And I and I just want to play something like I play acoustic, and so I really like a lot of acoustic artists and singer songwriters and stuff. And there's a lot of people that do so. You know, like Taylor Swift. I was singing Fearless for a while, and and there's you just were. a lot of people. Yeah, there's a lot of people like her that just play an easy song, sing a fun song, and I just thought at the end of the day, I want to have fun on stage and not look like I'm scared to death. True. Because then, if you look like you're scared to death. You ain't going to do well. You're not going to do So I, I learned that the hard way. Exactly. So I'm like, I'm going to find something that I'm comfortable with. Mm-hmm. And ironically, I learned Breakaway like hella fast. Okay. I learned it very quickly. <laughs> and my friend just suggested it to me. And I was like, YOLO, let's do it. And I, I did it at Spirit. Wings and I know, it's such a good song. It I did it is. at Spirit. And everyone's like, I really like that. And I think if you just practice more than a week, then it'll sound better. <laughs> like... It's not bad. It's just like it'll get, you know, it'll, it'll, it'll get always better. get better. It'll improve. It'll yeah. improve. So then that's what I did. And then here we are now. I know. And <laughs> did you use that song for Hoosier Hills as well? I did. I, Slay. and we got to, so we recorded a talent and we recorded like an intro video. Oh. So you had like 30 seconds to say kind of, a, just, there was a list of what you could say, but it worked. So whatever. So I said like, Hi, my name is Chloe Klein. I'm a graduate of Purdue University, and I currently live in Indianapolis. And I said that, like, I aspire to go to law school. So I said a hobby of mine. I don't remember what I said. <laughs> and then, like, to wrap it up, I was I said something like, as Ms. Hoosier Hills, I want to do X, Y, and Z with my social impact initiative. Back to the talent. That's what we're talking about. <laughs> I think I recorded that thing probably 12 times. Oh, yeah. And I was like, I can't anymore. Um... I'm getting annoyed with myself. Uh-huh. And I texted my one roommate that was home because he lives in the basement. And I was like, I'm sorry if you hear me. And he's like, I left an hour ago. So I haven't heard you at all. And oh. I said, thank God. Because I've goodness, done this. Man. I've sang Kelly Clarkson probably 25 times. <laughs> um, but I feel like that was nice. I, I feel like it really helped me do well because, I mean, A, you can, if you mess up, you just do it again. Just do it again. So why wouldn't you have, like, almost a perfect version of your talent if you're going to yeah. record it and send it in? B... I don't, I don't know if I said A or one, but B, um, I just felt relaxed. I literally put on my talent dress and like half zipped it up and put my hair out of my face and just sang in my room. Which I love your talent dress, first of all. Thanks. I love it. too. I know. Isn't it fun? I got it for $90. Wow. 
Brand new MacDougal, no tags. Oh, well, yeah. with tags, actually. Well, My bad. Even better. Yeah, so I just ripped those suckers off. Anyway. <laughs> But you did you did mention a little bit about how you had to like introduce what's your social impact mm-hmm. initiative, which is the perfect segue into the service point of the crown. Ooh, look at me go. Oh, I know, Chloe. It's like it's like you know what's going it's on. It's like you know what's happening. Oh my gosh. So Chloe, tell everybody a little bit about your social impact initiative because it's really unique and yes. your pitch, I love listening to it backstage. Aww. It's like yes. Woo. Thanks. I feel like I've struggled with like hitting the nail on the head for a pitch, but I'm glad I'm glad I kinda got it down. So mm-hmm. my social impact initiative, she's had a journey. Um, but she, because I've been doing this for uh, since the dinosaurs were around. But okay. my, <laughs> it's all right. But it's now um, the Bandana Project, which I helped implement at Purdue University my senior year. I was involved in Purdue Student Government. We always do a mental health awareness week. And we decided to bring that project onto campus as it started at the University of Wisconsin and other schools in the Big Ten Conference mm-hmm. were learning off of each other. Um, all student governments in the Big Ten Conference go to a, like a bi-yearly a, like program mm-hmm. conference thing. So we really bounce ideas off of each other. And because it started in Wisconsin, it kind of trickled down here and, yeah. and we helped um, impl- we helped send some ideas over to IU and they did it a few months after us. Mm-hmm. So, and that just really had a big impact on me because I was a very stressed and depressed college student. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of a solidarity movement where you wear a green bandana or you can kind of, there's a lot of flexibility with it to make it your own. Mm-hmm. You pass out a resource card and you just educate your peers by word of mouth of local regional and even national mental health resources Mm -hmm. so we had a student health center and there was x amount of counseling sessions you could go to as a student free yeah so we would tell people of that because they didn't really know that but then also there's a lot of resources within indiana i mean there's a lot of like mental health headquarters mental health america like in indy Mm -hmm. so an hour away and then we would also say like you know here's just a national hotline Mm -hmm. if you're struggling um, and I think that's what's really nice about it. It's just kind of like it's it's pretty simple and it's kind of laid back and it's just like, hey, here's a little symbol if you want to talk about it, if you're open to talking about it. Yeah. Um, and just kind of like it's kind of like under the table, like here, here's your resources. So it doesn't have to be like yeah, broadcasted that, hey, right. I'm struggling, but right. it's like a subtle Hey, I'm with you. I understand what you're going through. Yeah. 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 But you can still make it kind of big and just it. it it can be like a really big positive movement. Like if you like if you put it into a high school and say like a student council decides to have like a week or something, it's just nice to spread positive light to it and not have people be so, you know, yeah, negative, harsh. Yes. Yeah. I love that. I didn't know all of the background behind it, but I knew the bandana, the wear green and thing, but I didn't mm-hmm. really put it together. So thank you for you're educating welcome. me. Um, and obviously you're doing this a lot through your Hoosier Hills Instagram, which I love. Chloe is so creative on the socials. I try. All of her stuff is so cute. And I you try. do like mental health Mondays, correct? Yes. And you talk to other people who advocate for mental health, mm-hmm. which I love. Yes. I think there are so many queens who talk about mental health, but everybody's approach is a little different. Mm -hmm. And that's why I love the mental health social impact initiatives, because everybody's approach is a little different. And it's like, look at all of these different ways that we can make a change. And that's what I love about it. So kind of talk about some of your things that you're doing on social media, not only just with your social impact initiative, but other things that you post about, whether that be like fundraising, service Mm -hmm. opportunities, just things like that. Yeah. So I've definitely been tackling the mental health Monday. I'm actually in a group chat with mental health queens is what it's called Mm -hmm. and there are girls from all over the country 
but within the Miss America organization, and I befriended a lot of them, which is really nice. And mm-hmm. I want to start like lives with them and just highlighting yeah. them, which I I just it's like very it's very inspiring because they all have a different story. Like you said, yes. there have been some judges in the past that are like, don't you think the mental health thing is like overdone? And I'm like. No, clearly no. Clearly it's still no. A problem it's in the yes, right. And so I really like to highlight that, like, yeah, a lot of people might have that as a social impact initiative, but everyone has a different story. Absolutely, and everyone struggled differently. And I just kind of like to be real on social media um, and post like what I'm doing, and like on my personal one outside of my title holder page. Like, if I'm not having a good day, I felt like I should just reflect my social media just to be like authentic, Chloe, yes. because I just have never really been a fan of like the influencer trend or whatever and everything like everything is not rainbows and butterflies all the time like yeah exactly so i've just always tried to highlight that um and highlight other people because their stories are valid and i have been slowly starting to do more fun title holder things as miss america is approaching because i won at the end and it's just been like Oh, I know. Paperwork, get it done. So, yeah. like, now, like, I recently did some headshots. So, I was like posting stuff with that with my team because she yes. lives in Bloomington. And then we won virtually. So, we have, we like, we didn't really get to like spend the day together and get crowned together, you know? So, like, any little thing like that, I just like to highlight. Um, and we are going dress shopping this weekend. Yay. So, I know that'll be really fun. And I'll post some pictures. I am doing like an Earth Day slash mental health activity with my director's class. She teaches kindergarten tomorrow. Cute. So, this weekend's kind of busy. Um, okay. But I think I think it's just fun just to post like what you're doing because that's mm-hmm. why people follow title holders. And that's kind of what like directors and a judging panel that chooses you expects because our society like really revolves around it. And I feel yes. like every single girl in an interview is like, what are you going to project as a title holder? And they just assume you're going to say like on social media, I'm going to post X, Y, and Z. So I mm-hmm. think just like being goofy, silly and myself is is good enough oh yeah i know and that's what i love about not even just miss america 2.0 but there is definitely a difference between the people on the older end of competing and the younger end because you can see a difference in social media and you are one of the ones on the older end but you have kind of adopted the kind of look how transparent i can be on social media kind of thing that i guess is more popular with like the new age college students like i am but it's so exciting because title holders don't walk around in crowns and gowns every single exactly. day. I'm in leggings and a jacket mm-hmm. right now. It's like we are just we're just normal people living our normal lives. And do we get some weird looks when we have our crowns on? Maybe. Perhaps. Perhaps. But they're just jealous. <laughs> they hate us because they ain't us. <laughs> I guess so. But showing what you do outside and you love to do Q&As. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, what's everyone going to ask Chloe today? Because you always have your responses just feel like a conversation. Yeah, I'm just and I'm you're just, just like such a conversational person. I mean, like, we have been going si- on and on and on about here. everything. <laughs> um, so you mentioned you have a really fun service thing coming up tomorrow in the kindergarten classroom. Um, do you have any other ones that you're really, really looking forward to? I mean, obviously, there's a ton of volunteer things and just community service mm-hmm. that comes closer to Miss Indiana. I mean, right. kickoff is so soon. Yeah, and I'm, I'm kind of in freaking this, out. Yeah, I know. I'm in the same boat as you where we both got crowned pretty late. Right. So it's like trying to fit 
as many things in and as you can mm-hmm. before it's too late. Right. Um, so do you have any other ones that you're like super duper excited about or other things that you're planning to do that you just haven't got to yeah. yet? Yeah. I'm excited to, um, I have signed up for a few things um, around the 500 Festival. There's literally like multiple weekends of events in May yeah. being in Indianapolis. And I haven't really got to participate in that since I moved here literally in 2020 Neither after I graduated. I. Yeah. Okay. I just so, started going to school here. <laughs> exactly. So I'm really excited um, just because I live and work downtown. Mm-hmm. So a lot of that stuff is downtown. So I have signed up for that. And I know it's just going to be really fun just to be there, whether mm-hmm. I'm you know wearing a sash and crown or not. And I'm also looking forward to doing stuff during Miss Indiana week. Yes, me too. I've me heard too. A, yeah, I've heard a lot of good things and I have seen many friends and family members come and go in the organization, so I've kind of lived through them through the screen just <laughs> yeah. seeing what they do and I just know it's a ball because it can get really stressful in the evening when you're actually on stage but there's so much fun things to do Mm -hmm. in the morning and stuff leading up yeah it separates it separates the stress from the enjoyment part of it i think that's why most people you talk to they only talk about the positive experiences they had because even if they were stressed or their performance wasn't as good as they practice it earlier in Mm -hmm. the week they can tie all of the good memories back to the service and like having a princess or a prince because there's boy little boys this year i know it's amazing um but like everyone can tie it back to something and i think that's what's so exciting and I love being in a state where there's like so many festivals I mean we have three I think festival title holders Harvest Fall Festival and Three Rivers I think that's and Balloon Fest oh Kiwanis I forgot about Kiwanis oh my gosh it's newer I always I'm like yeah they do that because I grew up with Harvest obviously that's where I'm from and that's like the organization they're so incredibly amazing Um, but it's like I love being in a state that has like so many opportunities to get involved Mm -hmm. 500 week there's parades there's a 5k or yeah there's like multiple there's multiple like races there's like a 5k Mm -hmm. mini marathon something else I might run the 5k would you run it with me no <laughs> no i think you should Corey. We, we would just walk it like you know the speed walkers yeah i was gonna Olympics, say we would have us. to we would, we'd have to walk <laughs> and take our time um there's it would a, be fun it's I'll, you know what i'll get back with you um there's a kid's day <laughs> oh i'm gonna gosh, help yeah. with that yeah, yeah. um and then there's a there's a peony festival that's new peony peony the state flower oh peony okay yeah i was like i was like thank goodness you're saying peony. it because like, people are like peony Huh? No, get out of here Peony. with that. Peony. Um, it's the second year for it, and I've signed up to help with that just wherever I can, just Kinda because I went last it? year. Explain. Um, it's in Noblesville, and okay. I stopped by really late last year, but they have a lot of vendors, mm-hmm. and I think they have a few events in the morning, um, and there's just a lot of local food that they highlight, and Yum. obviously they sell a lot of flowers and artwork and stuff, oh, and there's exciting. always people that need help like at a table or whatnot so i just sit in an email and someone's like we'll get back to you like thanks for signing up and i was like yeah i'll help however i can because it was it's just it's a blast oh man yeah well we're gonna keep talking about this festival off mic i was like to say off camera but it's like this is this is a recording studio silly goose (laughs) but we're gonna talk about a little bit more but we are gonna take a quick break and when we come back we are going to talk about success and scholarship and i mean obviously chloe has so much to talk about because she is just, she's been through it all. I and have. she she has, and like we said. I never talking. Uh, <laughs> unless I'm sleeping. <laughs> but we'll see you guys in just a few. 
All right, welcome back to the Four Points Podcast. I am joined today by Miss Hoosier Hills, Chloe Klein. And Chloe, we are about halfway through this thing, but let's talk about um, success and scholarships, starting with success. So as you mentioned earlier when we were talking about your introduction, you competed a lot before you finally walked away with a title. And I mean, obviously, there were a bunch of different pageant experiences. And which of those pageants that you competed at did it all kind of click? You were like, man, I really have a shot at this. I can feel it coming soon. Like, where do you think that Mm -hmm click kind of happened I think at the beginning of this season actually because I just had that break I just really made myself get back in the pageant mode and branched out and really utilized my resources I had Mm -hmm. a lot of friends and people who had been in the organization or had volunteered directed whatever reach Mm -hmm. out and just say like if you want help I'm I'm happy to help you Mm -hmm. so I actually took the help offered to me (laughs) so I knew that getting like a third opinion um, just kind of outside of outside of my friends and family who are just like, yeah, you, you, you're Keep doing going. good. Yeah, you're doing great, sweetie. You're so good. Getting like the, the, that critical feedback I think really helped me. And so I thought, you know, I really think I can do it this season. And then once we were like halfway through, mm-hmm. I was like, oh, man, I don't know. But I'm just going to keep doing it because I'm having a good time. Mm-hmm. And each pageant is just new experience. Yes. And it will help you for the next one. Mm-hmm. So I kept going. And then at sweeps, I was having a really good day. And it was the last one. And I was like, you know what? I I just want to – at spirit and sweeps because they were the last two that I yes. did. I went into spirit weekend. It was like, you know, I have this and sweeps left because I know that they're the only ones that I'm eligible for eligible mm-hmm. for slash the ones that I can actually do. There was another one in between, but I but yeah, I couldn't. It was like three hours away and I was like, nope. So I with the two left, I was like, you know what? I just want to I just want to place and have a good time. Mm-hmm. Like that's my goal. Placing. Don't care what I get. Whatever. Um. So then I did at sweeps. Yes. And I did. was like, OK, hey. And I had overheard the weekend before about this virtual one. And I was like, I don't know. I got the LSAT. Like, I literally did sweeps and then had the LSAT next weekend. And then <gasps> everyone told me at sweeps, like, that morning, they're like, we think it's, like, really going to happen. And there'll be some stuff sent out tonight with more information. Oh. And I was like, well, I don't, and no one really knew how it was going to work with the LSAT. I was like, if it interferes, I can't really do it. Um, but I was like on a high from placing and I was like, you know, I like feel really good. I, I placed, I got fifth out of like 16 girls mm-hmm. and there was like a lot of, there was a lot of girls there that had placed a lot. Yes. There were some girls that had won in other seasons. Yes. And it was just like a big variety. And I was like, this is a tough group. Like, I feel like Spirit and Sweeps were really tough. It was. And the thing about Spirit was, guys, this was people where I won. It was people who have never been to Miss Indiana before. But like you said, your first pageant usually is this late in the season. So a lot of us had been competing mm-hmm. before Spirit even happened. And it's like and some of the girls had been really successful as teens. Right. And they had just aged up into Miss because of the new age Right. Thing. And then so they have the experience. That some of us didn't have. Right. Absolutely, yeah. I was like, you know what? I'll just, I, I place, so I'm just going to do it because I can just record stuff and turn it in. And then it worked out. So yes. I think like beginning of the season, I was like, yeah, I think I can do it. And then halfway through it, I like kind of hit that wall. Oh, yeah. Um, but then so after, did I. Right. Yeah. It's just like. It was like after Cardinal, I think. I was like. Right. Because I had just placed it the one before that. And I was like, oh, really? Nothing. Uh, oh, re- wow. The audacity. But you know what? <laughs> it, it's it's always like it's a new ball game every time. Absolutely. And I feel like in years past, I would expect myself to do a certain way. And then I would get there and see the people competing. And I was like, well, Ugh. I'm going to psych my. I love this girl dearly, but I like have a feeling that she's going to do better than mm-hmm. me. And. 
and whatnot. So I just tried to not let myself get psyched out like halfway through because mm-hmm. I felt that defeat again. And then I just got like more real in my interview because I was like, hey, this is my blank double digit pageant and like I'm still going. So here we are. Absolutely. And clearly you have been successful. You have a crown now. Period. The dream. Here you are. All these times later, you're on a podcast for title holders Period. as a title holder. And I know you've gone through so much. I mean, more locals than I ever, like I had to do. Mm-hmm. And it's, I, I know how hard it gets. Like, especially I'd only done three. And after that third one, I was like, uh, right. Ouch. That's, I don't know. <laughs> no. But like the fact that you kept going is so just so incredible. And so how many of the locals did you place at? Just I mean, one. Just that one? Really? Yeah. I find that hard to believe. I know. I had, to, I mean, there were some times where like I had friends and they're like, you should have placed. And I'm like, and I know that, and everyone that w- helped me, which it made me feel good because I was like, you know, there are some things that I could always improve on stage because like the nerves set in and such. Yes, yes, yes. But a lot of people that have helped me were like, I know your interview's not bad. Like, I know it's good because you. I have a lot of like state government background yes. and I had done so many pageants and I did a lot of public speaking and I did radio in college. So I was like, I'm not afraid to talk to people mm-hmm. and I never shut up <laughs> and they ask you questions about you, which is the easiest thing to answer. Yeah. So I know it's, and, and, and then, and you know, I had some people like that would judge that were past title holders, directors or whatever. And like later on in the season, they'd be like, you know, I, I, if, if they had the guts to do so, they come up to you and be like, you know, your interview was great here, you know? So like yeah. I was hearing that it was good. So I was like, I know that's good, but I just need to work on a few stage things. Yeah. So I think, Focus it because a lot of girls get so worked up like my interview, my interview, my interview. The interview just comes so easily. I mean, both of yeah. us with radio experience, but it's like some people are always like, oh, I always know that my talent will be good. Or they're like, right. I am I am a sight to behold in a dress. Like, right. They have those kind of <laughs> right. things to hold on to. But like the people who can really hook on to interview and just go for it mm-hmm. like that. That's the one thing that people can't see. But as long as like you yourself know. Yeah. That was a real good interview. Right. And that sets a precedent for the, you the, know, rest, the rest of the day. Yeah. The of the if, day. if your interview is bad, you're just like, ugh, I have no yeah, shot. Exactly. And then you're like, all, then on stage, you're like, my interview is bad. I don't care. Yeah. Or like, maybe you're like, well, I need to prove myself on stage because the interview is so bad. And then you can psych yourself out. And so. then you, that's what happened to me at my first one. But obviously, all the people up there are super nice. And Megan, again, what a talent. We love She's Megan. great. She's so we love sweet. Her. So um, the the ability you have to just like put it behind you and keep going is something that I want to work on myself because seeing other people be able to do it, it's like, see, I'm just making it too hard. I just need to be Chloe. Yeah. <laughs> but be Maddie. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Maddie needs You're some amazing. work. So I, oh, I look stop. up to other people. No, but Hannah Montana once said nobody's perfect. Nobody's so. perfect. No, not at all. And then Pam on the office said, pull, but he's nerfed because, see, I said it wrong, so I can't be perfect. Exactly. Yeah. So you talk about you place the one time, which I still cannot believe out of all of the ones. You're just you're I just feel like you're such a good competitor. Oh, that's, thanks. That's uh, nice. That's I so mean, getting congeniality a lot is really nice. I know. And, and it's like, yeah, it's, it's like su- it's sweet because it's like, you know, you it's like the niceness, but it's also like the how, helpfulness. Right. And, and like how people want like this is how 
you should represent the organization. And I've had like judges and directors come up to me after, and they're like, you know, that's like such a that's such a good award. Like I'm, I, you know, I'm glad that you and, got yeah. it today. And and I'm like, yeah, that's and that's nice. That's a, that's always like a good motivator because. Mm-hmm. Your peers that yeah. are watching you all the, day. Yeah, the one thing the judges can't have any yes. say on is how you act right. when you're not in front exactly. of them. And knowing that your character is positively judged by the other people around you, even just in your presence, you don't even have to make any big statements or do anything crazy, Chloe. You're just a nice Thanks. person. I you're just, try. Uh, you're, I try. I have a lot of like little ones like on my. I have a fake fireplace. In my, this is a funny story. I have a fake fireplace in my room because my, <laughs> my, um, apartment it was like botched how it was reconstructed anyway so i've like put them all up on this mantle mm-hmm. um i just like i've been throwing them up there they haven't really been looking that nice um and like the first time my now boyfriend came over he was like what are all of these are these all for you and i was like yeah they're he's like have you won this many times i said no they're all congeniality because he was like i thought because he didn't he doesn't understand imagine he was like i thought you just won one and i was like yeah i, I won one and i was like these are all congeniality he's like oh that's so nice <laughs> <laughs> like your friends like you or something. no it's, it's really like that. And i was like yeah it's it's sweet and it's and I, it's nice like when i did lumber lost teen i got congeniality and then I oh, competed at, and then I competed this year and got congeniality and the director I've known her for a long time she was like full circle full circle full circle click and like it's like you're one of the people where like I think it was the egg hunt last weekend I saw your teen I was like is Chloe gonna be here and she was like no and no, I was yeah, I devastated I, know, it, I really wanted to go because oh my you know, I don't know if I'll be able to go next year but um, it was so fun a lot of the reasons that people are like choose Miss America it's great is the scholarship mm-hmm. money And it's a scholarship pageant. And one thing that I've talked about with other people is indirect scholarships. So, like, your ability to interview for things, getting you into, like, programs and Mm -hmm. stuff, getting jobs and things like that. So you were the runner-up at Sweeps. And I don't know if that came with a scholarship. I think so, but I don't remember. It's somewhere in the program book. (laughs) Chloe. I don't remember. Chloe, they're giving you money and you don't I know. I don't. I don't remember because I was just, like, on a high and they didn't. It's okay. It's fine. It's fine. But. But um, obviously the interview experience, I mean, you have a job now and you said you wanted to get into law school and most people you have to interview to get into a graduate program Mm -hmm. and things like that. So kind of talk about how that focus on scholarship and education has kind of impacted you outside of pageant day and pageant land. Yeah, I I definitely think pageant interviews have helped because I graduated peak pandemic and I have interviewed like crazy for jobs. Mm -hmm. So I feel very comfortable with that. And I mean, it's been Zoom, so it takes away a little bit of the anxiety. Yeah. But the interview practice has really helped. Mm -hmm. Um, And just making all the connections and networking through Miss America organization just like helps you. Yeah, like my LinkedIn is like going crazy right now. It's popping because I just like you, you meet so many girls who are title holders with you. And then, you know, leading up to state, you'll meet all these like directors and people that like run the program. And so you're making connections all the time. And that really helps you in a professional setting because, you know, you don't go to a job with all your friends for a week, like Miss Indiana week. Like, you know, you go in by yourself and you have to sell yourself. Mm -hmm. Um and I, I definitely think that has really helped and obviously working towards a goal of being a title holder and then going and trying to get more scholarships at state will help for school. Yes. But that's just kind of like scratching the surface. Yes. Because I've told so many people like I have met so many people 
that I would have never met like through Miss America. Mm-hmm. And it's just really helped me be more confident and just establish more connections. Like even though we're just like hanging out, being pals right now, it's like we could help each other in the future and you never exactly. and you never know that. You work your what do you what is your job? Sorry, I'd like <laughs> explain. It's all right. Um I basically am a glorified receptionist at a government Cute. agency downtown, but I do a lot of stuff in the communications department because it's really small. Mm-hmm. There's like a small group of us that do things for the entire agency. So like Wonderful. all these outreach requests are coming in and it just has to look nice on behalf of a government agency that Governor Holcomb has a say over. Um, So I do just a lot of writing and editing, Mm -hmm. and I kind of want to do that for the rest of my life. Um, But a lot of people, and I have to answer the phones, and I have to do the mail, and a lot of random people call me because there's like 800 people that work for (laughs) just our agency, and they have to call me and be like, hey, I don't understand this edit that you did, and so like I'm not a shy person, so... I'm like, it's, okay, here it is. Yeah, so I can just kind of tell you how it is, and I just talk to random people at work, and it's, I mean, pageants have helped because yeah. you have to go talk in front of strangers every exactly. weekend. And um, so you talked about going to Purdue. So tell me a little bit about your experience at Purdue, what you went in for as an undergrad, and kind of what your next step is in your educational career. So I technically have an English degree, uh, which sounds super exciting. And, <laughs> <laughs> but there's um, concentrations that you have to pick at Purdue. Yeah. So I have a professional writing concentration so I just kind of tell people that I have a writing degree um and I yeah yeah communications minor it all kind of overlaps very well so we love the calm we do love we love the communication the design all that stuff so I basically like sell myself right now as a copywriter content creator um, and I've kind of I kind of did that all of undergrad yeah um outside of academics I did a billion things I started doing pageants obviously Mm -hmm. I did radio for four years ended up being the president of the station we did a huge we did multiple concerts every year with big people we would pull in like almost 70 grand to do these concerts every year it was insane student government and that's how I got my social impact initiative all that background i gave tours for a while i worked at starbucks cute and people would literally run into me on the street and be like do you work at starbucks and i'd be like yeah and they're like yeah i know you and i'm like i'm sure you do know me because i am like the one your order yeah i know your order and i'm the most talkative person so my boss would make me work happy hour and then i worked my way up from that into like an office job and student dining so i was a very busy bee and i love sports we're both sports yes, gals we are we, sports we gals. would always talk about football at, at local it was so funny because spirit was on the super bowl yeah so we the were whole like, day oh we were God. like talking about the super bowl yes. like, oh my gosh oh my gosh oh my gosh who do you think's gonna and, win joe burrow is such a cute oh, quarterback it was yes <laughs> <laughs> And we did Cardinal together. I was like, what yes, was it? Cardinal. 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 We were, and it was we were looking at our fantasy, like, our all day. We all day. Our fantasy. Because I, I, like, made a con- – like, so one of my friends asked me about, like, um, the Purdue game. And I think, like, Maddie overheard me. And I was like, boo, Purdue, boiler down. Yeah. <laughs> and then she was – and then one of us just said, said something about fantasy. And she was like, oh, girl. And we whipped out our fantasy. We whipped out amazing. fantasy football. My, my football team this year, I'm, I was not anything to brag about. No, me neither. It was awful. I was like – I think I got, like, second or third, though, in oh. my league, which was nice. But it was, like, nothing to brag about. Oh. Well, see, I my league, I do it with, like, all of my guy friends from college. Yeah. And there's, like, 12 of us. Okay. In this league. Big league. And last year, I won. Oh. <gasps> Yeah, girl. and I've always wanted to do fantasy football, and I never did it. And my friend begged it's me, confusing. and I won. It's confusing. It's really it stressful. Confusing. Uh, but this year I got like sixth. Oh, it's okay. <laughs> did you make a bracket? NCAA bracket. I did. <gasps> How'd you do? 
Um, it wasn't great. Minus St. Peter's ruining the entire bracket for yeah, everybody. Yeah, How did you well, do? Not great because I had uh, so many like big schools that like Kentucky ruined me. Okay, listen. Me as well. But I, I, but I still won. Good. Because I had the winning team correct. I got second place at work because I like st- I made the pool with just like a handful of us. So I got, uh, we got second. It's whatever. It's um, whatever. But what, what I was saying before that is I love sports. <laughs> we so, love sports. So I went to a lot of sporting events as well in college. Mm-hmm. I've always loved Big Ten ball. Um, mm-hmm. I am the first person in my family to go to college. So I never really had any of the school the rivalry team, but, yeah, yeah i never and i've always like i watched purdue and butler growing up like myself yeah, yeah, yeah. and i had a lot i had a lot of high school friends that went to butler so that yeah. was really nice um but i've loved big 10 balls so i'm not kidding every i i can't tell you like how many games i missed because it's such a small number like i can i i bet probably three home football games i missed <laughs> No, I unfortunately I'm not a Big Ten ball. I'm That's an right. ACC ball. That's okay. I'm a Cards That's right. fan. I mean, I mean you're from down there, so I don't blame you. Okay, good. Some people get mad. <laughs> no. They're like, you don't like IU. You don't like. No. You don't yeah. like Purdue. I'm like, nope. nope, nope. It's too far away for me to care exactly. about what they're doing. Exactly. Yeah. Um, you talked a little about your job and how you like sports, but I mean, outside of Miss America, because we all want to be Miss America. Like we have the little crowns. <laughs> it's like, oh my gosh, what if I was Miss America? America. Um, but what do you think your dream job is after? everything is said and done well i will say what i have on my pageant resume because i consider it like the far out there dream job oh same i have one on there too yeah and i make it like one of my fun facts because it's like a big part of my personality so my far out there (laughs) dream job is being a writer and producer for snl because i love snl i'm obsessed with snl and i i'm a theater kid we vibe on that and i did a lot Mm -hmm. of improv in, in school and um we did competition theater and would go oh. do improv, you know, and I would do improv workshops at, at mm-hmm. the state and stuff. So, and I've always loved SNL and I'm a writer and yes, I'm a silly goofy goose. You are silly little goose. So I think that kind of combines everything together. So that's my crazy dream job. But <laughs> I think uh, realistically, I would like to go to law school and yes. do contracts or litigation for the rest of my life because oh, it'll wow. pay the bills. Pay the bills. And I ideally, I would retire early and just like freelance, right? Like when the kids are in high school and college. <laughs> All right. Well, we are going to take one more break. And when we come back, we are going to close this thing up. We're going to talk about Miss Indiana Week. So you definitely want to stick around. All right. Welcome back to this final segment of the Four Points Podcast with Miss Hoosier Hills, Chloe Klein. And me and Chloe are both first timers at Miss Indiana this year, which, though it can be very exciting, it is a little intimidating. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so there's a lot of prep that goes into it, and we were just kind of talking about how helpful it is to have directors who have done it before, because it's such an advantage to have somebody kind of, and I don't want to say holding your hand through the whole thing, but just like being a helping hand. Right. Yeah, so going into Miss Indiana week, what do you think you are most excited for, outside of obviously the competition, because a lot of people, they're like, can't wait to perform my talent, can't wait to show people my red carpet dress, what part of it are you the most excited for? I am most excited just to do all the service stuff beforehand, like we talked about earlier. Yes. Just because I, like like I said, I've always seen so many pictures from friends and family members that have competed in the past. Mm-hmm. So I'm just really excited to do that because I know it'll alleviate a lot of stress. Absolutely. That comes with competing. Um, and I think that's just like what I've looked forward to the most is because mm-hmm. like my goal going into this organization was just to win a local title and go to state and have fun. And if I do well, then I, you know, so be it. Then it was like Chloe doing well and it was destined for her to make top 
five, whatever, you know, whatever, whatever happens, happens yeah. whatever happens, happens. So I've always just been more, most excited to do that. And I feel like I am friends with almost every title holder. You literally are. And I mean, there's a couple that I kind of know because they won like a closed pageant and I don't, and you know, they go to a small school or whatever and they won that pageant. Um, but I'm just excited to meet those girls as well. And just, like, have a fun week with my friends. No, it is going to be really fun. And now we'll talk about the competition side of it. What phase do you think is going to be either your strongest or, oh, my gosh, I can't wait to show you guys my gown, even though you don't know what yours is quite yet. You're going to figure <laughs> no. that out in a few short days. Yes. But what phase of the competition are you excited for? And, I mean, like, even opening number counts. Like, <laughs> Yeah, I'm excited. Um to I, I'm excited to work with my talent and, and find something and just kind of perfect it. And I know that they make every talent look really good on oh, the yeah, stage. Absolutely. Like, They're not going to let you go out there and embarrass yourself. Yeah, it's it, like the lighting's incredible. The sound is incredible. It's like it's very impressive very for a high school state. Yes, yeah. it is gorgeous. And I told a lot of people that haven't gone to state before, like it it's a crazy. beautiful stage and there's not a bad seat in the house. So I'm excited just to like be on stage and make sure someone makes sure that I look good. Um, I'm yeah. also as crazy as it sounds because it, it takes two seconds. I'm kind of excited just to go on stage and do the sip and just say my little pitch because um, like everyone like picks out like a different outfit and it's a nice outfit. Yeah, and exactly. I love the pitch. Yes. I, yes. I, and it's fun. Like because at state, especially you can like wear something that represents you mm-hmm. and it's so broken up by your, group that you're in it's not mm-hmm. like go 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 at a local so i'm excited to just kind of do that and that like kind of be my only thing i go out and say something that i've memorized and i've been harsh on myself in the past for onstage questions so i think if i hide yeah, myself the, up yeah then i will be fine and do it well at no state. i know i love the <laughs> sip part like i love being like the arts support them but then if they ask me a question i'm like oh Right. It's like, how do I answer that? But the sip itself is like so fun. It is. And, and that's another thing I love. Like even at the local level, you can always wear something with your sip outfit that represents right. you. So like I know you always had the bandana mm-hmm. and I always pinned like one of my theater pins yeah. to my chest. And you and you write it. So it's like very much you. It's your yes. it's your initiative. It's your so pitch. If, yeah. It's everything you want. If you're going to gonna be. do well that day, it's because like. You, did you said something that came from the heart and, mm-hmm. and wrote it down and, and you performed it well. So, yeah. So what do you think is your, so we'll do like a stretch goal. What's your big goal? And then what do you think the most realistic one for yourself? I, I mean, obviously I, it would be nice to make top 11, 12, whatever they do this year. 11, that would be, I yeah, think, yeah, that would be, that would be great just because that's, I mean, I, I feel like that's everyone's yeah. goal. It's 11 but out of 38 or something. Like that's thir- still, 35, something I like think that. There's a, that well, now, since they added 30, your guys' title. 36. 30, that sounds right. We'll go with 36. that. 36. We'll know for sure in like a week. Two seconds. Um, no, no, <laughs> Chloe, don't lie. Stop it. Oh, no. It feels like two seconds. It um, does, really. It's, it's so scary. So, yes, it would be nice to make top 11. But I have said, like, since I won, like, I'm really, I'm trying not to put any pressure on myself to, mm-hmm. to place a certain way. Yeah. Like, I want to go have fun and perform well. And, like, if I feel good about it walking off, then, like, I'm there, like, for myself. Like, mm-hmm. I just wanted to get to state. Yes. That, you know, that's it. I've never, like, gone into local season being like, I'm going to be Miss Indiana this year. I've, like, never said that. Yeah, I know. And like, that was, like, for me, too. I didn't walk into it like, 
I want to be Miss Indiana or I need to have this title. Wherever I fall, it, it's for the best. Yeah. And even if you're a local title holder and you don't place at Miss Indiana, you still you have this platform. There. You right. made it. And you have a platform to advocate for things that you care right. about. And it doesn't matter if you're Miss Indiana or not. You can partner with other title holders totally and do agree. just as much of an impact on people as you yeah. would if you were Miss Indiana. Yeah, so it's I like, agree. And I think that's what... I feel like there are a, a lot of girls now that are competing in the system, just even other states that see that and recognize mm-hmm. that. And they just want to take up that space as a title holder and do stuff because it's all kind of like self goals now. Like I've never said like, I want to be Miss Indiana. Like if it happens, we go from there. We go from there. I'm yeah. not like going to break my back to be that. Like I don't necessarily want to be that. It's just like I wanted to be involved in this organization and hold a title and then just do with it what I will. So mm-hmm. Obviously, top level would be nice. Um, I know there's a lot of like writing scholarship opportunities. Oh, that's what I was looking at that too because yeah. I'm a writer too. That's right. what both of us love to we write, love and we're so, creative yeah. writers too. So, like the scholarship side of it, I mean, right. outside of placing, which you get scholarship money for that, the other scholarships that they give out, I mean, all of us fundraise and it goes right. into a fund for Miss Indiana. So it's like your sisters are the one giving you the scholarship money. Right. Like so, yeah, it's so rewarding. And we've said it twenty times today, but it's full circle. It is. Um, it really is. No, those those are uh, that's another thing I thought about for myself. It's like you know, if I don't place top eleven or I don't win this award, walking out with a scholarship yeah. that I earned. Outside of just the Being judges' on stage, approval, yes. outside of the on stage, yeah, that's part. that's yeah. that's a goal for me too. Just because I know there are a ton, there and, are so and, many. And there's some where like they have runner ups and they still get a little bit of money. Yeah, and if there are some even like if you're at a university, I saw they show like in, like universities in Indiana, and it, hey, if you go to this school and you are this runner up, the school gives you scholarship right. money too. It's like what? Yeah, and so that would just be nice because like that's kind of like a a big purpose of it. So yeah. Just, you know, walking away with something would be nice. There's so many little things, and I feel like almost everybody gets something because everyone falls into, like, a certain niche in a certain category, which mm-hmm. it's it's not like it's not like a particip- participation thing even. It's just kind of like it's there's like, so many good people, and there's so many different I mean, awards. Yeah, there's like, a reason we're all at Miss exactly, Indiana. We exactly. were qualified enough to be there, so you have to just assume everyone there is the cream of the crop, Period. and you're all on an equal playing field. Period going for one job and obviously out of 36 people it's one person's gonna win and I think that going in knowing that hey I've got a one in 36 chance don't ask me the percentage because I can't do math period we could we could calculate it but we don't don't do math math here um (laughs) not today not here no this is a happy place um but it's like you could do the math you have to go in there knowing Mm -hmm. one person's gonna win and you make what you want with it yeah, it's like even exactly. if you don't win it's like did you make a new friend did yep. you have a ton of fun with your princess you literally rode in a parade this week when have you ever done that before right exactly like i that's that's what i want out of it is just to like have no regrets and not freak out and be chloe just be chloe yeah. just go have fun well you know chloe i love talking to you so much but you know i'm, I'm getting a little tired I know, it is, I, it's bedtime it's it's, be- it's about bedtime so before we go you should tell the people where to find yes. you on social media um my title holder page is at miss indiana underscore hoosier hills 
And there's an S at the end of hills. There's multiple hills. Yes, there are a ton of hills. There's a ton of hills. That was my high school sports conference, what? the Hoosier Hills Conference. I love that. Um, so that's my handle on Instagram. For the title holder. For my title holder one. Um, my personal one is just like ridiculous with a lot of numbers, but I've yeah. tagged myself there. So you can find me on, on whatever. Yeah. And I have a Facebook page that I made that you can like. Um, I've actually connected. I found out that I'm not the first Miss Hoosier Hills recently. Yeah. There were a lot of them in the 80s that actually went to be Miss Indiana. Ooh. There were four Miss Hoosier Hills in yes, the 80s. And, you are, and you are the first modern yeah, Miss Yeah, it like kind of died. Like It kind of died in, in the early 90s. So, Which um, is so weird how the titles come and go. I know. Like there's There have been a lot. Um, and so when I made my Facebook page, which if you literally just type it on Facebook, Miss Hoosier Hills, you will find me. <laughs> Um, I've connected with some past title holders, which is nice. So yeah, follow me on the social media. And yeah, like Maddie said, I do a lot of Q and A's and you can just send me silly, goofy memes and I want to be your friend. And she'll send you TikToks too. If I you will send you TikToks. Um, and it's so fun. <laughs> we're, we're TikTok queens in here. So. Absolutely. Well, Chloe, it has been so fun seeing you I again because I haven't seen you haven't since seen you, you won. I know, I, I haven't you. seen like any pageant girls because it was a virtual pageant. Yes, you didn't I know. see anybody. I know, because I saw you at Sweeps, but this is our first time reuniting both as title holders, and it has been so much fun. So amazing. So, Chloe, just thank you from the bottom of my heart for taking the time out of your busy schedule. Thank you for having me because you're a student, and that's much busier than me just being an eight to five adult. Uh, whatever. But <laughs> we are out of time today. Thank Thank you so much again to Chloe Klein for joining me. And thank you guys so much for listening and helping me make this happen. So until next time, Maddie out.